clothes on Sunday. You my Chick-fil-A, clothes on Sunday. You my Chick-fil-A. Hello and welcome to the Fremont Podcast with Seth and Nervoretti. This is Stephen Robles and want to mention one more time Impact 360, our awesome sponsor for the show. Want to remind you to check out their online courses on truth, worldview, defending the resurrection. Get heading into maybe some vacation time with Thanksgiving and Christmas. Take some time and watch those videos, especially if you have maybe some high school students going into college. It's a great uh, training resources as they go out into the world. So check that out at impact360.org. Their online courses and the promo code FREEMIND will get you $25 off. It's been a rough week, man. I've been really uh, wrestling with this issue that we're going to be talking about tonight. Have I not, babe? You have. I'm a witness. Really? You're a a living witness. Woke up Monday morning. Uh, We were actually out of town still. We were in uh, San Francisco, and I saw this this news headline flash across my screen. And we were having such a good day. We were in this beautiful scenery. I didn't even want to... I didn't want to look at it directly. You know what I'm right. saying? Like mm-hmm. I saw the headline, I tried to put it outside of my <laughs> right, outside peripheral. My visual field yeah, just outside. to make sure I, I, I couldn't even look Delay directly the, at the it. the reality yeah. of it, yeah. And so I, I did, I kind of put it away and I just saw somewhere that like, you know, Chick-fil-A uh, basically uh, stops funding Salvation Army FCA due to their um, anti-LGBT stance, right. Salvation Army FCA, so... Um, I saw that headline and I didn't even tell you, I think until Tuesday because right. I couldn't didn't. bring myself to talk about it. Mm. But at first, you know, seeing it, I thought, well, I'll, I can't get into this right now. Maybe it's just fake news. Like it's probably nothing mm. to it. You know, they, they say crazy stuff about Chick-fil-A all the time. Right. It's just clearly false. And so I put the phone away during the day and we got back later that night and in the hotel room. And so I picked it back up and then I began to see some different people commenting on it. And because of the particular people that it was, I was I, I was like, oh no, because <laughs> uh, I saw first uh, Mike Huckabee was kind of going in on him, a guy named Rod Dreher, um, mm. and then Michael Brown, Eric right. Metaxas. You know, it, it, these are these are friends of Chick Fil A, the people that love Chick Fil A, had kind of right. publicly defended them, defended them, stuck right. their neck out on behalf of them at times. And so at that point, I said oh man, this may not be just fake news like I initially thought it might be. So then I began to like look into it and I saw Dr. Brown's article first and, and, right. and he, I was like, man, it's, it looked like pretty legit. Yeah. Quickly read through it. I tweeted it out that I think the spirit of his article, which we can talk about here in a little bit, but he was submitting like an, an appealing to Chick-fil-A to reverse this decision. Right. And so I thought, man, maybe I could help get the word out and just so we can kind of rally together and hopefully, like, in hopes that they might have time to quickly just, man, clear it up or reverse the decision or whatever. So I I tweeted them out real quick. But then I began to look into it, you know, and and I think it was Tuesday I started seeing it on social media. There were all these uh, back and forths going on. Some rebuttals. Yeah, some rebuttals. I saw some people posting a, a an article from relevant magazine that was saying, nah, it's, it's nothing here. And this right. is being misrepresented. And, and then some other articles floating around. And so I noticed on that, I began to see just really, really different takes. So I said, okay, where's, where did the initial guys get their information from? Because right. like the, re- the relevant article and other people were saying, Oh, this there's, it's just a headline that mainstream media 
is giving when you scratch beneath the surface, there's not much to it. Right. Yeah. That didn't sound right initially to me because I know that Mike Huckabee, Michael Brown, those guys like that aren't that careless. Right. They're going to shoot from the hip. Right. And even yeah. actually even Ben Shapiro and Dennis Prager had commented on it mm. and all these people. So I said, no, nah, there's probably got to be more to it than that. So I began to look into it. Now, just to give our, our listeners a little bit of background here, I think it was 2012 when uh, Dan Cathy, a statement came out in a magazine or whatever, news newspaper article, where he had basically said he believed in biblical marriage, traditional marriage. Yeah, it was July 2012. Yeah, 2012, yeah. yeah. And so they began to, like, that's when the the huge uh, Chick-fil-A mm-hmm, backlash plan. started in right. the culture. Yeah. Call, all kind of people were calling for a boycott at that time. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, yeah, I remember. And that's yeah. when uh, actually Mike Huckabee stepped in, and he 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 called for a boycott, and he said, you know, we're going to go in all on this one day. Right. And I think at that point, that particular day was the highest sales they had had on any one day up to that point. Right. And right. many people said it really launched them forward in a lot of ways mm. and kind of energized people to really love Chick-fil-A if you right. were, you know. I remember that lines were wrapped around the block. Right. It was crazy. Yeah, it was nuts. I do remember that. Yeah, it was crazy. But, you know, at that point, apparently in 2012, they were they they were giving to organizations like Focus on the Family. Um, some there, there were a few of them like that, uh, Family Christian, um, Tony Perkins. Family Research Council? Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> Family Research Council. Both of those groups were kind of notably in, involved in the culture wars, like standing for traditional values right. and Christian values. And so if I'm not mistaken, Chick-fil-A, after that controversy happened, they decided as, a, as an organization, they would no longer kind of get involved explicitly in that issue. He's, you know, right. they kind of stopped speaking as Chick-fil-A on that no official topic. statements. Basically. Right. No official yeah. statements. And I believe the next year they did not continue to fund any groups that were overtly involved in the culture wars like that. Right. Well, fast forward then to this year, um, maybe it was either this year or last year. And I guess the activists discovered that they were giving money to Salvation Army, FCA, and there was one more organization. And FCA is the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Christian Athletes, yep. Right. This became the new thing that, that they were saying, see, Chick-fil-A is an hate, a hate organization because they are giving and donating to these other quote-unquote hate, quote-unquote right. anti-LGBTQ organizations. Which Salvation Army is not even explicitly Christian, I don't think, is it? Um, I think it is a Christian organization, and I think officially they 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 would uh, subscribe to a traditional view on sexuality and marriage. Okay. But they have notably taken in people of you know every persuasion over the years. Like they they help people no matter what. And mm. in fact, some people have actually called them out at times because they haven't been as strong on upholding biblical principles with regard to marriage is, mm. you know, as their official statement is in some ways, I, I think there's been some controversy there. Yeah. So in a sense, they've, they've even been a little softer right. than some people that are conservative Christians would like. Um, but even at that, they were deemed these hate groups and because of Chick-fil-A donating to them, they got all this pressure. So mm. I don't know if you guys remember this, but there were a couple times this year there was one i think was it the um san antonio airport yeah, the airport mm-hmm. we actually watched that you remember what did you watch that with me that day mm-hmm. when they were doing the um the public hearing on it yeah and it was really heartbreaking because you heard 
you heard these guys talking about Chick-fil-A like they were like literally Nazis or literally right. like the KKK. Right. Because of the statement Dan Cathy had made in 2012 and the fact that they were funding Salvation Army right. <laughs> and FCA, they were like, you know, we can't tolerate this kind of bigotry and this immorality in our city. I mean, it was really, if, if it wasn't so sad, it mm-hmm. would have been laughable. Right. But they successfully stopped them from getting to this San Antonio airport. There was another case like that, another airport where that happened this year. There were some colleges too. Wasn't there a college up North East? New Jersey or something, something like that. that. Yeah. 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 There was a college on campus. We I'm sure quite it. a few co- colleges. And yes. And, and then um, Boston, I think the Boston mayor had made a pledge. Like as long as right. he's mayor, they're not getting in the city. Mm. And then, and then, so the latest one happened in the UK, they opened one up in the UK, uh, two or three weeks or I don't know, maybe it was a couple months ago. Right. And they successfully activists there got them pushed out and they weren't able to renew their lease. And so they're wow. basically booted out of the UK because of their support of um, these nefarious groups. The UK's first Chick-fil-A announced its closure after just eight days. Right. And that was just almost a month ago, October 22nd. So yeah. So they have been taking it like literally on the chin, like these past, right. you know, what would it be seven years? Right. Even though they've, tapered it down they haven't made any public statements they've you know basically i don't even think they intentionally meant to stir it up by funding salvation army and fca like who would think they would be labeled hate groups you know right and the the salvation army i mean there's they literally have a whole page on their website about lgbt yeah clearly not to state their stance on whether they believe it's okay or not but they do state that they employ lgbt that they don't discriminate they Mm -hmm. their services are available to any person, if they, even if they identify as LGBT or trans, so their substance abuse help, their homelessness help, job training, like that they serve all the, all people. Right. So they say all that, you know, they don't take a stance right. on it. But I think there is so, somehow officially in something that they have, they hold to traditional marriage, at least right. in some loose sense, which is why, I don't know if you saw the recent controversy with the football game in Dallas where the, the UK artist that's it's on Thanksgiving Day, she said she wasn't going to perform. Because Salvation Army is sponsoring. The, oh, yes, I did see that. Unless yeah, they yeah. Uh, specifically donated to some LGBTQ affirming yeah. or activist organization. Right. So this is all coming in on the heels of that. Meanwhile, right. Chick-fil-A, ever since 2012, even before that, but but just yeah. in these past years, has been killing. Right. And so their sales have been going up and up and up like they, and so much so that like the song you heard at the beginning, like Kanye puts them in his, like they they become like almost like this mythical cultural icon of like, because for, for people that don't know, because some surprisingly, some people still don't know. Now we're talking about LGBTQ activists. We're not talking about people necessarily that just identify with those, um, you know, being lesbian or being gay or being transgender. Like many people that identify as those things aren't necessarily activists. And some of the activists don't even identify as those things. Mm. I don't want you to confuse it. We, we always talk about, we reach out to people in love and we want to love everybody. And that's really what Chick-fil-A did. Mm-hmm. Right. Like they were, they were a perfect example of that. They, they didn't discriminate in who they served, who they hired. Um, if anything, they were extra, extra caring, extra loving, um, even I remember when that shooting happened in Orlando yeah. at the nightclub um, here and actually Chick-fil-A opened up and I think on a Sunday, even yeah. which they never do to go give sandwiches and go give food out to people that were hurting 
from that. Mm-hmm. That that was just the way they were. And there's also even in 2013, I think we talked about this too, but a Shane Windemeyer, he sat next to Dan Cathy at yes. one of the football games. And yep. he's an LGBTQ activist. But he even said, like, talking to Dan Cathy one-on-one, like, he's not a hateful guy. Like, even right. he admitted. Well, so I've actually used that story because uh, John Stone right. Street put it in his book on culture. Okay. I used that story once when I spoke at actually the crossing on courage right. and compassion. And right. I was talking about how how can we be in this culture, be courageous and stand for biblical principles, but still be compassionate toward mm-hmm. those who disagree with us. And I used right. that exact story because that guy had really been coming. He was one of the main, like, people berating Dan Cathy in right. the, in the media. And so Dan actually reached out to him and invited him in and really treated him well. And they, I think they became friends and the guy really had a change of not, not of his views, but he had a change of mind toward Dan and right. what he was about. If you don't know though, the activists like this is a, this is like these jokers are out for the kill, man. Right. And even um, besides the activists, those that have joined them, those that are not even of that community, but just right. agree, will take a stance alongside them that is just as fierce, like the Boston mayor or someone like that in politics or in government. They, it's it's a fierce war, if you will. It is, and so you got like you know how the ACLU they 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 go around sniffing out. Um, court cases where they can find and press the issues that they like. They're looking right. for these things like the baker who doesn't um, sell to the homosexual couple that wants right. to have a oh, wedding yeah. with it. Like they are specifically out there on the prowl looking for those things right. to, to ruin lives. They yeah. Want to, to ruin, ruin lives life. and yeah. sometimes even creating them like they've, they've been finding mm-hmm. some cases like the just, just not that this would be an example of that, but like the Jesse Smollett case where, yeah. you know, you have these hoax crimes mm-hmm. set up and they're actually have been found that in some cases they're going in and creating stuff where it's not even there. Um, Southern poverty mm-hmm. law center, I think is another one of these kind of bullying organizations. Um, but there are actually many of them out there glad and they are, they are actively on the prowl and they are unrelenting forces. You know, it'll sound like conspiratorial to say there are these major and, and highly funded organizations, but I'm just telling you there are. And if you're, if you're interested in seeing footnoted documentation on it, I would recommend actually a couple of books by Michael Brown. They're pretty good starting places. One is outlasting the gay revolution and another one is, I think it's called A Queer Thing Happened in America. And both of those books are, are footnoted. He has, he has documentation showing who these organizations are, how they function. And you will see, and, and he's not the only one, many, many people have, if you start to, really, if you take your head out of the sand, in many ways, you will see it. Absolutely. I don't know. All you have to do is take a look at what they're teaching children in sex ed in grade schools. Almost every TV show by the second series or second season, I'm sorry, here enters a situation where there's a same sex that doesn't even relate to the plot. So in arts, definitely in education, definitely. I think there is a new movement to indoctrinate everyone to affirm LGBTQ stance pretty much. Yeah, it's, I mean, and I think indoctrinate is the right word. Yeah. I mean, they're happening as early as five years old now. I think there was one that happened 
in Texas this week, I saw a story where people were up in arms because they were literally showing them how to have anal sex. Oh my gosh! It yeah, was, it was wild and stuff. Um, the latest Sprite commercial is also uh, something to behold. Yeah, so and I, and I do want sure. I want to go through that one probably next week. So that and it's the all Celine over. Dion, um, oh, the clothing, clothing line. line. Yeah, yeah. Clothing so line. just yeah. it just takes a gander. If you take a look, you'll see it's probably not at your doorstep. But it's out. It's out there. To yeah, see. if you have kids yeah, sure. in yeah. public school, it probably is for at sure. your doorstep. But when I have friends that are, one particular friend is a nurse in a public middle school or high school, I believe. And just as a nurse, she's given resources at the beginning of the year, like the beginning mm-hmm. of this school year. Okay. A page of resources for LGBT kids mm. that she can point to, websites to point them to, organizations, and like, Encouraged to be on, like, be knowledgeable about those resources okay. so she can help the LGBT kids gotcha. that are in the school. So, like, it's, yeah. it's pervasive. Like, it's just assumed a lot of places, other places just pushed. Like, yeah. And so, what's, what's going on is there is an active force going through really all of Western civilization. It's even expanding beyond that. We had friends in Jamaica that told us when. President Obama was president. He, mm-hmm. he and Hillary Clinton came over. They were doing this kind of pro LGBTQ thing, trying to Talking influence with leaders their country. There, yeah, um, and so it's a it's a thing. Politicians are involved. Organizations are involved. Law people are involved. But it's 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 all and it's hard to you know it's it's a broad heading, but it's it's a force and it really reminds me. Uh, I don't think I'm overstating it at all, but it reminds me of when they basically told all the Hebrews they had to come and bow before the statue and mm-hmm. they didn't. And the, you know, you had the three Hebrew boys, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. And that's right. But you know, it, it's sort of like metaphorically there's this LGBTQ idol mm-hmm. that they roll out and they, they, you know, beat the drum and it's time to bow, you know, and that is coming. If, if it hasn't come to you yet, personally, you just need to be aware that it is coming to you personally. <laughs> there is no escape. There's no getting around it. This thing is not going to stop. Um, and you need, you need to be prepared for it. You need to understand it. So anyways, that's, that's kind of the background. Now, what happened, I think, with Chick-fil-A is they seemingly they were standing against this bully force for right. the past seven years, and they were still killing it. Number three, I think, an overall fast food sales behind uh, McDonald's and Starbucks, mm-hmm. um, it, even though they don't o- open on Sundays. And I think it was, uh, uh, this is a rough stat, but it was like like it, it would take five McDonald's to make what one Chick-fil-A was making in wow. comparison right. or something like that. Seemingly, they had such huge support and God, you know, it looked like to all appearances, God was blessing them taking the stand. And I think in many people's mind, it was like, man, you felt like this is, this is an example of how you can do this. You cannot cave into this pressure that everybody seems to be caving in and still kill it. And so when this happened this week, this whole story broke, Mm Mm-hmm. It felt like somebody somebody compared it to France surrendering to Germany at Dunkirk. Like it felt like, <laughs> oh no! Like right. we thought we had Kanye, and now we got nothing, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, Popeye's second coming sandwich is <laughs> taking over. I said they, that, that second coming came oh, right please. at the right time, didn't it, brother? They timed it right. They knew. So that was the feeling when I started looking at this stuff on Monday night, yeah. and then Tuesday I was like. It, it kind of it almost took the wind out of me mm. 
I mean, we're yeah. Chick Fil A people. We love Chick Fil A. We still do. I know what that we line's like. Do. I go there at least once or twice. a you week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And 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 I'll say this too. Like we have had and still have major major respect for the Cathys. We got we I think we talked about this before, but we got to meet Mr. Kathy this year and, yeah. and uh, be a part of a service, a church service that he put on in Atlanta. And got to ride around with him and took us to the Pinewood Studios and showed us some stuff. Mm. And I mean, he he seems like an amazing guy. And he and his family, man, have been just forces for the Lord and yeah. for biblical Christianity for many years. And and the fruit of their lives right? and how it's impacted this nation and even the world in many ways is just, I don't know, it's just a rare, it's a rare gift. So. Anyways, I say all that to say I'm coming into this hoping beyond hope. Man, maybe Mike Huckabee, Michael Brown, Eric Metaxas, all these guys, maybe they all read the same news report. Right. And maybe they missed something. Maybe something got blown out of proportion. So I start looking into it, right? Sure. I finally find out where where is this coming from. So there were a couple things. There was a press release from Chick-fil-A. Right. Now, if you look at the press release, it, it's basically pretty sterile. It just says they're reorganizing. Um, let's see. I, I can actually read it here. Stay, staying true to its mission of nourishing the potential in every child, the Chick-fil-A Foundation will deepen its giving to a smaller number of organizations working exclusively in the areas of education, homelessness, and hunger. And they go on to describe the three different um, areas and, and kind of some of the people they're funding that we're in the, uh, they go on, we are incredibly excited to be the Chick-fil-A foundation's education partner and to make a positive difference in the lives of countless young people as a result of this initiative. Uh, that was Jack Kozakowski, president and CEO of, of J of junior something. That's one of the organizations Chick-fil-A is given to um, this giving strategy further honors principles set by our founder, Truett Cathy, who believed that all people are worthy of care in 1946 he turned that belief into a company whose business has was to take care of others by serving freshly prepared meals with genuine hospitality. Truett knew serving a meal was a way to the heart, a way to bring family and friends together and could open doors to caring for people in endless ways. He treated his restaurants as extensions of his home and the people there, both team members and customers as cherished guests. Truett believed a great company is a caring company and his vision of caring for others continues to inspire us today. So it doesn't sound like much. It sounds like, okay, they restructured. So you're like, okay, where, how did this happen? Right. Yeah. Why the blow up? How did the mainstream media headlines in here? um, Where did they get that? Well, apparently there was an article from BizNow. So now this is actually not just a copycat article. So this is an exclusive. Mm. And um, in fact, Daily Wire said it was an interview with the current president and COO of Chick-fil-A. Interesting. It starts off there. I don't know if you want to um, yeah. read that for us here. As Chick-fil-A expands globally and into more liberal parts of the U.S., the chicken chain plans to change which charities it donates to after years of bad press and protests from the LGBT community. Beginning next year, Chick-fil-A will move away from its current philanthropic structure, BizNow has learned. After donating to more than 300 charitable organizations this year, the Atlanta-based fast food chain will instead focus on three initiatives with one accompanying charity each, education, homelessness, and hunger. This is a quote. There's no question we know that as we go into new markets, we need to be clear about who we are. 
Chick-fil-A president and chief operating officer Tim Tasapolis said in an interview with BizNow, there are lots of articles and newscasts about Chick-fil-A and we thought we needed to be clear about our message. Okay, so pause there. Now I don't know this guy, bro. <laughs> the COO. So this is the quote and this is the article that they were looking at, not the press release. The, right. This is the article I think that created, and the, and the reason is is because it, it actually says here it is an interview, and it was an exclusive with BizNow right. and the Chick-fil-A president. Right. So we're going to come back to that quote, but I just want you to like, you know, lock that in for a second. You know, it's kind of a long article, so I don't want to read yeah. the whole thing, but let me, let's jump down below the picture there. So the article goes on, the new giving structure moves away from the multi-year commitments Chick-fil-A had with the Salvation Army and the FCA and focuses on annual grants, which Tasapolis said will be reviewed and assessed each year. Future partners could include faith-based and non-faith-based charities, but the company said none of the organizations have anti-LGBT positions. Okay, now that last sentence right. is important. So they say they're going to include faith-based and non-faith-based charities. He says, but the company said none of the organizations have anti-LGBT positions. Which, I mean, Chick-fil-A would... I would assume would say that the Salvation Army doesn't have an anti-LGBT position because even Chick-fil-A claims to not be anti-LGBT. Well, it's all about who right. LGBTQ says is anti-LGBTQ. Right. So, the, so. so yeah. what they're saying here is they're saying according to the left or according to activists, they're not going to be supporting LGBT, anti-LGBT companies. Mm. And I guess to in any way to have a traditional stance of marriage along with if you donate to any organization that has that same stance all of that is considered anti correct yes yeah, so by the by the groups on the left they they have they're like official hate organization list okay or lists different places and right. I, I can't remember which um, organization or organizations have these lists but like, uh, you know, FCA and Salvation Army were put on that official list. Okay. And right. they were put on that because they're not affirming. Ah, and not affirming, affirming, remember, sure. means that you say all these types of sexual expressions are morally okay. upright and gotcha. norm normal and normative. Um, okay. And just different expressions of good and wholesome, healthy sexuality. Gotcha. Okay. That's what they... So any organization that doesn't hold to that is anti-LGBT. Right. Gotcha. Okay. So that's how the article writer would say anti-LGBT, and that's what he's saying okay. Chick-fil-A said they would no longer support. Now, again, could be could be fake news, sure. um, but this is an exclusive interview, so that's right. the important exclusive. point. Gotcha. Let's jump down real quick to the, the bottom quote. Read that one there when there is attention. So this article, the last two paragraphs end like this. Looking ahead, Chick-fil-A leaders told BizNow the mission of the company is to serve all members of its many communities. But the company also recognizes that changes are needed, especially if some communities don't want to see a Chick-fil-A sign, sign go up in their backyard. When there is a tension, we want to make sure we're being clear. We think this is going to be helpful, Tsapolo said. It's just the right thing to do, to be clear, caring, and supportive, and to do it in the community. I don't know if I like those last paragraphs. <laughs> that, that's a different tone. Yeah, so, so when you read this article, this biz now, the whole context of it is really clear. Like the context of this article is clear. And it says basically this. They, because they're expanding into mm -hmm. new territories overseas, Boston, California, Canada, all these things. Because of that, they are making changes, changes to yeah. their structure where they're no longer going to be. They're going to narrow it down to these three things. And they're also not going to be including any quote-unquote anti-LGBT 
organizations. Mm-hmm. Now, the there's no quote from the president saying those specific words, but they do right. say that he said that. Right. But the important quote, again, here from the president is, in this context, there's no question about no, no question we know that as we go into new markets, we need to be clear about who we are. Mm. And then he says, there are lots of articles and newscasts about Chick-fil-A, and we thought we needed to be clear about our message. Now, again, mm. if you're looking at those words, you got to ask, what is what is the message? What are they right. changing? If, are they are they changing the message or not? Right. What wasn't clear? Right. Because it seemed clear that they supported traditional marriage. Right. So does that one need to change? And, you know, we talked about it at the beginning of the episode, but that UK branch that closed in just eight days mm-hmm. is less than a month before this hap- all this right. comes out. So yeah, that's, that's all, that's the context now. Right. So the articles that came in response to this, there's a few, there are a few of them. And yeah. I think, um, I just want to talk real quickly through these. There was, so there was a Christian post article that says Chick-fil-A denies capitulating to LGBT activists. Christian groups won't be excluded from donations. Now notice that headline there. Christian groups won't be excluded from donations. Now, does that address the issue so far? Well, yeah. Read it again. The first, the first phrase, the first phrase is fine. Yeah. Addresses it. But yeah. does the second phrase address anything in the article? The second part of the headline is Christian groups won't be excluded from donation. Well, kind of contradicting it, I guess. Well, they can no, probably, so, they can probably uh-huh. find Christian groups right. that are LGBT so, affirming. So oh, in the okay. BizNow article, they sure. said, they said that they would still be faith-based and non-faith-based organizations. So yeah. that doesn't contradict. Here's the question. This is actually laid out by a guy. Um, this is one of the response articles that was going around on Facebook by, I think, a pastor named Nick Carnes. And he, he framed it like this, which I think is the right way to start it. He said, I'm not jumping on the outrage train against Chick-fil-A. I know, I know, I should. After all, they caved to the cultural pressures and the protesters that have hounded them for over seven years. After the founder's son and company COO, Dan Cathy, made public comments supporting traditional biblically defined marriage. But did they cave? Really? If they caved, why did they wait seven years to do so? Why not cave immediately in the hottest part of the controversy? Why not cave two or three years after the protest began, especially once it was well known that the hate wasn't going to stop? Could Chick-fil-A be telling the truth when they claim that they are simply refocusing their charitable giving to three specific areas? So what I, what I want to talk about here as we go through this is is I want to clarify the, the issues. Okay, that's good. And that's something that you, like in apologetics, that they really help you learn how to do because there's often so many rabbit trails you can go on right. with these things that you get lost. You forget what's the point. Okay. You know, what's the point here? So here's... A couple of the back and forth on Facebook were, you know, Chick-fil-A has done something really important here, really watershed. They, this is a major move where they have capitulated to the pressure, the cultural pr- pressure they've given in. Right. The other argument was, no, they, they haven't given in. They simply restructured like they said in the press release. There is no motivation here to give in, and, and that's that. It's just there's nothing going on here. The, the media spun it. So those are the two positions. And then from there, it's, well, what implications follow if they did give in? Sure. What implications follow if they didn't? Does that make mm. sense so far? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. So the, the question, that's, that's the frame here. He goes on to say, to basically support the viewpoint that, you know, they were just telling the truth in the press release, that they are simply refocusing their charitable giving to three specific areas, has nothing to do with cultural pressure. 
And that, in essence, is what this uh, Christian Post article is saying, that, that Chick-fil-A is, is making this claim as well. Mm-hmm. They said the Christian Post reached out to Chick-fil-A Monday, asking them to respond to their criticisms, that they were compromising their principles in order to appease their ideological opponents. And this is the quote. It says, quote, beginning in 2020, the Chick-fil-A Foundation will introduce a more focused giving approach, donating to a smaller number of organizations working exclusively in the areas of hunger, homelessness, and education. We have also proactively disclosed our 2018 tax filing and a preview of 2019 gifts to date on ChickFilAFoundation.org. The intent of charitable giving from the Chick-fil-A Foundation is to nourish the potential in every child, a Chick-fil-A representative said in a statement emailed to CP on Monday. So that was emailed to them. Quote, our goal is to donate to the most effective organizations in the areas of education, homelessness, and hunger. No organization will be excluded from future consideration, faith-based or not faith-based, the spokesperson said. Noting, I also wanted to add that Chick-fil-A will not be opening on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> Closed on Sunday. So let me ask you that. I, I'm, I'm just sure. bringing you guys to this in real time. Okay. Does that statement address the statements in BizNow article? So, so here's, what, here's what happened in the BizNow article. That article definitely looks like they're capitulating Right. To the pressure, and they're trying to move forward. And moving forward, they're going to stop funding these groups that are considered anti-LGBTQ. Did this statement speak to that to you guys? Do you think it spoke to that? I think still not. I mean, they're saying that no organization will be excluded, but that's like saying a very wide statement. Like they could never again support the FCA or the Salvation Army and still adhere to that statement. Right. And they could also only support... Christian organizations that are LGBT affirming, and that statement is still true. Exactly. So the the statement is vague and broad enough to to encompass the fact that they still caved. <laughs> In other words, like you could yeah. you could say you could say what he just said truthfully there and still have caved because it doesn't right. address the caving part. What I'm thinking is the BizNow article and what Tasapolo seems to be talking about is the messaging, and that's what is, seems to be most concerning. Like. If Chick-fil-A is now concerned about their messaging. And who clarity on who they are. Yeah, like that. I don't think there was ever unclarity about who they are, what they stood for. Like with Nick Carnes, when he says, why didn't they capitulate then? I said, well, when that happened, Mike Huckabee did the boycott and sales went up 12%. Why would you capitulate right in the middle of sales soaring and so many people supporting? And I'm not kind of second guessing his timing of it. It's just that question is, is when you think about it. I mean, yeah, it could be over the last year, like we talked about the airports, the colleges, and just last month, the UK store. There's been a lot, like according to some articles I've read. I mean, there's yeah. cities that will say, we will not allow you in here. Boston, San Fran. And so it's like a seven-year span of pushback from a loud I can't market. imagine. Like I can't imagine I've never pressure. seen so much pressure right. put on an organization at that level. Me continually like it's like oh. wave after wave right. after wave yeah. and we've been watching up. this this past year yeah absolutely. and it's like it's constant so but was that uk branch the first one outside of america that they've tried to build toronto has shut done um i think some um ban right banning like yeah. yeah 
Were we t- were, the time we were with Mr. Kathy, I think he was talking about them expanding to the UK, if I'm not mistaken. We were driving the car, and I think he was really yeah. excited about that, you know. And we were yeah. too, man. I was, and we right. had we had to produce our friend uh, Jimmy and his wife, right? And we brought them. They get, came to Chick Fil A for the first time, and they loved it. So I was like, yeah. I was so excited, excited for them we, too, man. Right? <laughs> like, I'm curious if, they, if they've just come to the realization now that they can't go outside the walls of America and even open up a store. You're yeah, probably I safer think, inside the walls well, of America. Well, I think at this it, point. I think yeah. from this experience, it might have been the first time they said, "Wow, like it's not just that we're getting hateful press now, it's that we're getting shut down." Right. And that's a that's I mean, that's if you're on that board it. and you're Chick-fil-A, I mean it, it's that that's why for many people, even outside of the BizNow article, just the timing of it, yeah. for many people, I think they would have been like, yeah, and I understand it. Right. <laughs> but holding that article in our mind, yeah. the BizNow, yeah, yeah. jumping forward, uh, here's the relevant article. And the title of this one is... Um, here's what's actually going on with the Chick-fil-A charitable giving controversy. Yes. Quotes. And unfortunately, I have to say this, this, this article is... It's just bad journalism, honestly. Okay. Um, well, share. It was just an unbalanced dismissal of the whole case. Like, uh, you know, they just didn't go through the evidence carefully. They didn't present the reasons people, they, they kind of, they, they listed mm. a little bit from the article, but they didn't give the weight of what that business article was really saying. Right. And they, they, they quoted Mike Huckabee. It's a pretty short article. Chip too. Roy of Texas short, and Ben Shapiro. And then basically he said this, and conservative commentator Rod Dreher unleashed the full fury of his blogdom, saying the company was guilty of, quote, nothing but gutless surrender, unquote, telling readers that this was a reminder that the LGBT lobby and their progressive allies will never, ever leave you alone, never. And he says, uh, the writer of this article says, awfully strong words for a move that, once you get past the headlines, doesn't seem like nearly as big a, of a shift as it's being made out to be. Now, that question there, like, it's like, and I know he read the business article because he quotes from it. So right. it's like, that's just either dishonest or I, I don't even know what to make of that line. It's an opinion. It's the writer's opinion. He's not reporting. Right, right. Yeah. It's an opinion that just doesn't seem based on the evidence in any any kind of strong way. Is that right if I read the last paragraph? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So the last paragraph in this relevant article, the author is saying, it's definitely possible that Chick-fil-A chose to shift its donations in part because of pressure from LGBT groups and their allies, but money is still flowing to causes and potentially being channeled even more effectively at the local level. As long as that's the case, cries of betrayal seem a bit unfounded, which again, doesn't feel like a strong... Right. But so, and this is, this is the reason I bring it up because so many people were posting this article like it was the end of the story. This relevant one. Yeah, this relevant Mm, one. I didn't know that. And I just want to caution, even if you did that and you're listening, I'm not like, I'm not saying you're an idiot or that's stupid. What I'm saying is like, we all have to like read through these critically and look like, not just because relevant says it and they're an authority, that's the end of the story. Even with the Michael Brown one I posted, that was the beginning of the story. So we're trying to follow this. And even at this point tonight, we're yeah. still not, I don't think we're to the end of this yet. We're, right. it's, it's still early on. We're still trying to discover things. It's, I will say this, like after looking at all this stuff, there are nuances to it. 
Right. And there are ambiguities. There are unclear things about this. So it's going to be controversial. But I just thought it was funny that this was one of the main articles going around. And it was, right. I just, I just thought such, it, I guess it wouldn't be considered journalism, be more like an opinion piece. Right. But it was, it was just so dismissive unjustifiably. Because mm. there was way more to it, obviously, than the headline. There but was it's way posing it. as a piece of journalism because it's quoting the BizNow piece. It's taking the Tisopoulos lines. So I think right. that's, that's the danger is like when you see an article like this from Relevant, which is a popular Christian publication, like it feels like it might as well be the New York Times, but it's not that. Well, it actually is. This That's as solid as the New York Times. Well, these days, well you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but that's another story. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. Um, day, you know. But yeah, no. I, and again, I think the overly easy dismissing of the reality of what really is here in this story, there is something that needs to be dealt with. Yeah. And that's what we would come back to. So the Nick Carnes article does a little better job of presenting a case yeah. that mm-hmm. this wasn't something to be outraged over. So I want to I want to jump to that article cuz he actually lists some facts. It says here are the facts that we know. No one from Chick-fil-A has said they are pulling support from groups that support traditional marriage, comma, and or are anti-LGBTQ. Okay, so one thing about that fact that's a little bit suspect to me is the guy in the Biznow article mm-hmm. did say that they said that. Yeah. Um so now Let's come back to the, let's put, I'll put an asterisk by that because it, it may, maybe they made that up. Maybe they twisted something for sure. Okay. And so we're not walking into this saying, BizNow said it, I believe it, that settles it. <laughs> what we're saying is it was an exclusive interview with the president. So it's notable. Right. And we, and we need to like start there with that. And then we're going to come back to that. So that first fact mm-hmm. is eh, iffy. Uh, go to the second one though. Second one says the media and opinion journalist from both liberal and conservative leaning media have created the narrative that they have pulled their support for groups that are anti LGBTQ. Those media groups wrote the narrative for you. What do you think about that brother Robles? Yeah. I mean, they did end their support for Salvation Army and FCA. Again, they say it was an agreement that was ending anyway. Yeah. So I've- yeah. So right, I think they did create the narrative. Um, the sure. fact, the the question is, is it a true narrative? That right. that's, that's that's the real question. question. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah. Not whether or not it is a narrative, because everything's a. I mean, everything's yeah. a narrative in that sense. Like it's a coherent story that you're telling right. that gives meaning to the facts. Otherwise, facts don't mean anything in right. you know at the abstract. Right. Uh, so they are the context that pulls them together. The question is, is the BizNow narrative correct? Right. You could probably make a case that the this, the headlines were beyond what was said and even beyond the article sure. itself and that it was right. blown up. Right. And then the reaction for some conservatives, I did see one uh, website that was saying, well, basically Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A has done gone gay. Like they're affirming now. Oh, and, that's, and that's just ridiculous. Yeah, so, that's a mess. Um, but... Again, that what he's saying here doesn't contradict that. But, uh, right. Go to the third one there. Most of you had no idea these were two of the charity groups that Chick-fil-A supported until the news media told you yesterday. Fair. Now, that's probably true. Yeah. Not for us. We had done an article right. on right. that. So we were, we were aware of it. But probably for most people, they weren't aware. That's yeah. fine. Chick-fil-A has not said that it will not support other groups in the future that support traditional marriage or that the media labels as anti-LGBT. Again, if that statement's false from the BizNow article, um, right. then that would follow, yeah. 
The media has wrongly labeled the Salvation Army as anti-LGBTQ, and according to their own statement, they reject this label as well, offering services to anyone and everyone. This is 100% true. And he says, I worked there and had gay men participate in our CSRC substance abuse rehabilitation program. When I left, the shelter was creating ways to ensure transgender clients had safe sheltering within their emergency shelter. We served clients with HIV AIDS without discrimination. Individuals from all walks of life and all identifications were served through the Salvation Army program. The media nor the Salvation Army can factually claim that's the reason Chick-fil-A relocated their charitable funds. I think that last statement, he can't factually claim that <laughs> um, because he doesn't know the insider, the, what went on between Salvation Army and Chick-fil-A. It may be the case that they could, that they actually have evidence right. that they did do that for that reason. So I don't know if that last statement is true or not. Um, but do the last one there. The last one says, all outrage is based solely on speculation about Chick-fil-A's motives versus verifiable facts. Yeah, which seems yeah. I mean, yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. What the problem is? So, so he uses those facts as his core for basically saying the outrage at Chick Fil A and even the conclusion maybe mm-hmm. is unjustified. Right. Now, the problem is when you look at those string of facts there that he gives. These are the facts we know. Um, I think it has some important left out facts mm. that would actually change the case. Oh boy. So one of those facts is, again, it, it all comes down to that BizNow article, because right. in the BizNow article, the president made those statements. That's, um, that's got to be among, and, and I, don't, I don't like, I think the use of the way he's using facts and versus, um, let's see, uh, motives and stuff like that is probably not, it's, it's probably not a helpful use. I think it's better right. to use evidence. Like what, what, or what reasons do you have to think such and such is true? Mm, right. Cause good. one of his bullet points of facts is Chick-fil-A has not said, which that's right. not a good definition of a fact. That's a right. If he was like trying, yeah, if he was trying to be factual, he would need to say something like to date, we are unaware of any formal statements Correct. by Chick-fil-A. Not that they haven't they said. They could mean to right. and haven't yet, but. Yeah. Or they, maybe know. they said it to somebody that's not right. been made public. You know, it's just, it, I think this whole. But I get it. This yeah. whole way of laying things out just doesn't work at the end of the day. Right. But the, here, So here's the better way to think of it. You want to think of it like this. I don't think this is going to be a case of we know their motivations with certainty. Sure. Nobody's claiming that. What they're right. claiming is what does it look like happen to all appearances? Like what does the evidence favor? If you were thinking of it like a scale, mm. like an old, old school scale, and you're putting things right. on one side versus the other, which side weighs out? Right. Does it does it appear as though it was merely a restructuring that had nothing to do with the pressure, the relentless pressure they were getting, or does it appear like they're actually trying to back away from the culture war by moving away from the organizations that are thought of as anti-LGBTQ? That's the question. And what does the evidence support? Hmm. Now, what's left out here again is those quotes right. from sure. Tim, the president, the president. Tim. Right. Those quotes in that context and along with the words that the guy, the writer of the the interview wrote that they said they would no longer be supporting anti-LGBT organizations moving forward. Those are important pieces of evidence. Hmm. Plus the fact that they, why all of a sudden are they not supporting the three organizations? None of the three that they had historically. Plus, and this is a key point, the response of Salvation Army to this. Right. 
Now, this is an important piece because if it was merely just like, well, we ended their contract, we're restructuring, and we taught the Salvation Army, they understand, like, I don't think you would get the pushback from Salvation Army that you do, in fact, get. Right. So let's go back to that BizNow article, and I want you to read um, near the bottom there, Mm -hmm. they list the Salvation Army's response. The Salvation Army says, quote, We're saddened to learn that a corporate partner has felt it necessary to divert funding to other hunger, education, and homelessness organizations, end quote. The organization said in a statement to BizNow, quote, We serve more than 23 million individuals a year, including those in the LGBTQ community. In fact, we believe we are the largest provider of poverty relief to the LGBTQ population, wow. end quote. That's from the Salvation Army. Now, again, the, the wording to me is important because if they were under the understanding from the beginning, middle, or even close to the end that, yeah, the, right. hey, guys, your contract's coming to the end just so you know we're restructuring. Right. It would be interesting that they would put felt it necessary to divert funding to other hunger education. Right. And, how, and they actually expanded that. And they said they went on to quote how much they serve that community, right. how much they actually are, in fact, the, one of the leading homelessness organizations right in the world right and (laughs) so that that again conveniently left out of his list of facts here right is the the salvation army's response doesn't lend credence to the idea that it was merely restructuring it actually lends credence to the idea that they're diverting funding away specifically for the reason the salvation army is thought to be now they could be wrong about that right because when someone pulls funding from you I mean, it's not a great day. It's not right. rejoicing. You know, it's not a cause <laughs> sure. to rejoice. So you you would feel sad about that. But it's a fair response considering the times and the timing of it. It doesn't prove um, factual that they, they didn't say here they know for sure. But it does point to for sure. Yeah. Well, the Salvation Army is kind of like tongue in cheek here saying like divert funding to other hunger education and homelessness organizations mm-hmm. because... They are an organization that provides homeless shelters, that provides job training, i.e. education, and hunger. Like they have food and security programs. So the three foci that Chick-fil-A says they're diverting to. I get it. But you know. It includes Salvation Army. Now I want you to think of it again. Just devil's advocate here. Yeah, yeah. You have all this money and you could fund some of it to this one company for years and years and years and years. Sure, it's your prerogative, it's your choice. You can also choose after the 10th year to go a different direction, just generally speaking, that's all I'm saying. You could choose to go to Popeye's after (laughs) 10 years. instead of That's all I'm saying to this response. I'm just speaking of the tone of it, for sure. But hear my heart. And so I think in any of these cases, there are possible explanations for the other side. The question is, what is the most plausible yeah. <laughs> the most plausible inference that you sure. draw from the yeah. combined facts of the context oh yeah what's going on right. the removal of money um the fact that they went away from all three of those organizations that were specifically mentioned by the articles we addressed few they they moved mm-hmm. all, away from all three of those right even though any one of those could fit in the new rubric of the three right. yeah foci <laughs> uh, 
and the and, and the context of the interview with the president it right. it def I, i'm just going to say this at this so when i'm when i'm looking at this during the week at this point even with the response articles these response articles seem to be a stretch to me like if i'm yeah. being honest sure. and, and that, you're talking to somebody that loves chick-fil-a yeah, yeah. like yeah. i want i want them to be right mm-hmm. i want i want to i want to be right. best buddies again i want to get on the front lines with them um but if i'm being completely honest with myself sure yeah and you're saying what do you think at this point is going on it definitely i think looks like that they were conveniently moving away from those organizations mm. to expand because of the trouble that being associated with them has brought and that whether you call that a cave in or capitulation, I'm, I don't even mean any condemnation in that because right. I, I, I understand it. I might, I'm hurt by it potentially if that is the case, but let, so let me put a pin in that. That that's where I found myself at right. this point. Does that make sense so far? Absolutely. And I think also it's important to note the response articles brought no new information. Exactly. Correct. Like it was all like, like you have kept saying the BizNow article was the only first source. Yes. And nothing new has come from the response articles. It was just a different way to look at it. So leaving stuff out that's important. Yeah. No, I think that's a th- that is a an apt analysis. My my buddy uh John Korea, if he, he might yeah, be listening, Yanni C. He used to like he he liked to call stuff word smoke. <laughs> He said, don't be word smoking me, bro. All right, that's good. Isn't that that's good? good? That's very good. So what I felt like in these responses, it was ba- it basically was word smoke because they kept trying to say, well, no, 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 they're open to Christian organizations in the future. The problem is they said that in the business article. The question, right. again, is are they open to organizations that are considered Anti- anti-LGBTQ yeah. by activists? Are they right. open to those organizations, or specifically ones like Salvation Army right. and FCA? Mm. Are they open to those? Again, mm. they never answer that question. They highlight the press release, the the kind of neutral stuff. They leave right. out the the stuff that's against their case, and then they draw kind of a neutral, easy, like nothing's happening here conclusion right. that I would love to believe. If somebody right. can give me that, get like send it this week because i want it i want it so then then the franklin graham post comes out well it's funny i was listening to franklin graham the night before that on the eric metaxas show and eric metaxas was one of the guys like he was going hard Mm -hmm. he was calling for a boycott and everything oh shoot and franklin graham was like i noticed he was a little more mild in his response and and you know i have a lot of respect i know a lot of people don't like him at all and can't stand him Mm -hmm. i actually have a lot of respect for him we did something with his we met him this Last year, a year yeah. ago, a Christmas at event in uh, Samaritan's Purse. Oh, yeah. I uh, got to do a concert that he was emceeing. And, um, you know, I think he's done a lot of incredible stuff. And, like I said, have a huge amount of respect. And the cool thing was, so I get up the next day. This is like an ongoing saga, right? Right. I don't know if this is a. Uh, this was this happened Thursday, 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 Thursday morning. Okay. So I get up Thursday and it says Franklin Graham talks to Dan Cathy. Right. And everything, like, basically everything's good. And I'm like, Come on, somebody. <laughs> Bring it. Let me see that thing. So I just, I go to it like a kid, like walking right. in a candy store, like excited. And I, I just want you to read his uh, Facebook post. So this is Franklin Graham's okay. Facebook post. Has Chick-fil-A caved? Some are saying they've rolled over, that they've conceded to the LGBTQ protests because they've released a statement about their charitable giving. They announced that in 2020, they're giving to fight hunger and homelessness and support education. What's wrong with that? I picked up the phone and called Dan Cathy. Dan was very clear that they have not bowed down to anyone's demands, including the LGBTQ community. They will continue to support whoever they want to support. They haven't changed who they are or what they believe. 
Chick-fil-A remains committed to Christian values. Dan Cathy assured me that this isn't going to change. I hope all those who jump to the wrong conclusion about them read this. In my opinion, the gay movement wouldn't ever be happy with Chick-fil-A unless they were open on Sunday, gave all their charitable donations to LGBTQ organizations, and flew the rainbow flag over their stores. Their hatred for Chick-fil-A is rooted in founder Truett Cathy's strong stand for biblical, traditional values and his desire to honor God. No fast food chain does a better job. I went through the drive-thru at Chick-fil-A yesterday morning and I thought I might get dinner there. But a whole lot of other people had the same idea. <laughs> a Chick-fil-A sandwich with waffle fries sounds really good right about now. End quote. Yep. Mm. There are parts of that that I was like, okay, right. you know, that's good. Um, my, only, my, my response to that was, man, he still didn't, he still didn't specifically address the tough issues involved. He still didn't... Um, he he almost gave the same information that those response articles did. Now what I what I did appreciate about it was I think it would get kind of the people that were drawing radical conclusions like yeah everything you know right. they're rushing over they're going to be putting rainbow flags on their right. windows and, soon and yeah. I don't think I I never thought that was the case right just knowing what I know about the Cathys I think these are you know super solid biblical Christians. Um, and I know he's not the president anymore and the CEO right. like he was. I don't know exactly what he does in the organization at this point, but something about it didn't give me a hundred percent comfort. Right. Like it, it kind of gave some weight to the other side. Like, okay, maybe, maybe there was a, maybe they did jump to the wrong conclusions here, but again, it doesn't address the particular statements of the original article. And it almost, um, it almost says this, like they're not giving, they're not personally subscribing or as a group, they're not subscribing to LGBTQ affirming positions. Right. But it still doesn't specifically say that they weren't moving away from Salvation and Army and FCA because of the pressure. It kind of, he kind of says that, but not really. And then he doesn't really say if they would be open to specifically funding those organizations again. It, it, you know right. what I'm saying? Like it kind of leaves the door open a little bit vague. Yeah. And so Dan Cathy is supposedly still CEO. CEO. Okay. But Tim Tosopoulos, who was in the quoted in the BizNow article, is the president and COO. Right. And, you know, the COO made it clear they're making changes. So I believe no longer funding Salvation Army is the change. <laughs> Right, but the question is, yeah. Again, so so remember, we're back to that central statement that we're trying to figure out: was it a mere restructuring change that wasn't motivated by trying to appease or trying to get out of the line of fire of LGBT activists so they could expand forward? Yeah, and that's or was it? I don't know that we'll ever know. Well, maybe we will, but I, I think as it plays out in the future, we'll see. Like I'm thinking, he's can keep his biblical principles. And give to organizations that are non-anti-LGBTQ and still feel like he's doing the good. In the, but it will look like a cave-in to all of the eyes that are watching. But you know, yeah. But like, so this is the, the sure. so in that statement though, yeah, yeah, he could do that, and that might even be the right position. And but if forward. he's doing that for the reason, like if he's saying if if behind closed doors are saying we're not going to give to any organizations that are labeled anti-LGBT, yeah. then that is 
that does caving. take one of those sides. That is caving. But then there might be a good reason for the caving. That's a separate issue. Sure. Right. But they're making it sound like they didn't cave. But at the same time, there's still these statements that show the caving. So that's the <laughs> that's the problem. You, that's yeah. what's going on. So in, in response to that, I mm-hmm. sent out, I, said, I don't know if you saw this, but under the free mind, uh, under our free mind right. Twitter, I sent out a, a tweet to Dr. Michael Brown. You asked from the Free Mind account, what do you make of Franklin Graham's post this morning saying he talked to Dan Cathy and confirmed that they were not caving into pressure? I'm having difficulty squaring this with the BizNow article, which made it seem like they were clearly caving. Uh, did, he, did he answer you on that so, hidden yeah. channel? Yeah, so he didn't actually, he didn't reply to my tweet, but a couple hours later he put this up. He put these two tweets up. He said, it would be great if Franklin Graham is right about Chick-fil-A as per his conversation with Dan Cathy. Here's how to prove it. One. Clarify the comments of COO Tim Tisopoulos, and then two, immediately designate funds to FCA, the Salvation Army, and Paul Anderson Youth Home. And he said, easy, exclamation mark. Then he said, also, we need Chick-fil-A to clarify why they are now giving to Covenant House, which is openly and proudly LGBTQ affirming. Mm. If Chick-fil-A did this in ignorance, it's so important for them to fix this. Otherwise, how can we believe Chick-fil-A did not cave in to gay activists? Well, and I honestly like as much as I want to just say Franklin Graham said it and that settles it. I don't think it settles it. I think Dr. Brown has actually a pretty good point. And here's here's the interesting thing. So I looked up the uh, Covenant House. And it is right on their thing. They have a segment. I'll send you this link, Stephen. Mm. But it's on LGBTQ youth and homelessness. And they say specifically that they are affirming. Mm. And they've actually had some floats and some um, LGBTQ parades in the past. Now, again, is this 100% proof? I don't think so. But I think think we're left with this feeling of a real lack of clarity. And it's still taking everything into consideration if push came to shove and you had to vote did they cave or not it still looks like to me it it may may be like 55 percent, 60 40 but it still looks given the article that there was capitulation involved or at least the attempt to kind of like somebody said thread the needle and kind of find this neutral space where we can you know not not give in to them fully Mm mm-hmm but also maybe just avoid the controversy. Now, let me be the first to say I, w- I understand that. Like, and, and, and I don't know that I would have the bravery that they've had to withstand it this long. So I'm not on the outrage train either. We're not on the outrage right. train. But the, but the fact is, if you're trying to think through this critically and carefully, okay, yeah, the articles. I think it, it still looks like capitulation at this point. And I think Michael Brown's request is, is, is fair at least the first one, can they please clarify those comments right. and clarify if the BizNow article misrepresented the president in that interview, please come out and say it. Like, we will believe him. We would, I would believe him. Like, if he's like, you know what? This article drew the wrong conclusions. We were not saying that. They took my statements out of context. Here's what I meant by that when I said it. Solves it. Sure. I wonder what kind of conversation. One, I'm grateful that Graham called Dan Cathy. That says a lot. You yep. know, that brother would look out for brother because yep. there's so much going on yeah, man. in the media and it went viral. And two, I would love to know what was said to Franklin that would cause him to be at peace, 
to be like, oh, it's no big deal. Right. I wonder what the exchange was. That I know, caused. right? Because Franklin, he he's courageous. He, he stands courageous. in the face of it all, and he's right. fearless. And so, I don't think he is um, caving either. You know, he's just stating yeah. what he walked away with from that conversation. So it's like very interesting. And you know, somebody, I I just wonder. I wonder if Franklin, because he's a busy man. I wonder if he read the BizNow article. Is my only thought. And I wonder if they were talking past. No, no, no. Like seriously, yeah, for real. I wonder if they were talking past the issue. Because I don't. I think Dan would be like, No, man, I'm a, I'm like a hundred percent. But I could also imagine him saying that. But at the same time, his board having a meeting sure. and talking about, you know, hey, we got to get away from these groups. Like I could imagine it all being true, right? And then and missing the mark. But I think. And they don't, you know, they can, everybody's saying they can give whoever they want to. But here's the, so here's the second part of that equation. The first part is, did they capitulate? If they did, what are the implications? And I think there's a couple. The reason why it even matters to decide, because you uh-huh. might say, well, who cares? You know, sure. the reason why it matters is because um, J- John Stone Street captured this early on in an article. He said, still, I find Chick-fil-A's decision. So he was saying the same thing. I'm not outraged. I'm not. Right. I'm not going to boycott, but he said, I find Chick-fil-A's decision sad on at least two levels. First, their growth to being the third largest fast food chain on the planet has clearly shown that you don't have to cave to the pressure in order to survive and grow as a company. In fact, I'll bet you a number four meal with four chicken strips right now that this decision will be the one that hurts their bottom line. Mm. Millions of Americans rallied around the restaurant in 2012 when LGBT advocates called for a boycott and again in more recent years when cities like San Antonio banned the restaurants from their airports. This decision not only will lose them the support they've had, it will embolden the bullies and make it hard for other companies not likewise cave to the pressure, not Mm -hmm. to likewise cave to the pressure. (laughs) Even more sad, however, is that without ever mentioning their names, the Chick-fil-A Foundation's decision will only reinforce the slander that the organizations they are no longer giving to are, in fact, anti-LGBT. It will only reinforce that all the good those organizations do is immediately made invalid if they are Christian groups with historic and biblical Christian convictions. See, that's the kind of language they need to use, like that they would be open to Christian groups with historic and biblical Christian convictions because that's the clarification that matters. That's good. By refusing to offer any clarity on the reasoning behind their decision, Chick-fil-A allowed the headlines to be rewritten in a way that furthers the goals of LGBT bullies, that ultimately there is only one acceptable position on these controversial issues, full support and full affirmation. And I think Yikes. that's why it matters. And that's why right. many people did feel outraged. They felt betrayed. They had stuck their necks out on, on behalf of them. They had stood with them. And if it's true that they did capitulate, it feels like, oh, man, you're throwing Salvation Army and FCA and every other organization that they deem as hate groups. Yeah. You're basically saying, yeah, they're right. Right. Um, indirectly. Again, do we know that they did that? It probably doesn't meet the bar of knowledge, but it, it does look that way without right. clarification. And then I think it is that. So here's, here's an interesting article I found after that. And this was in the Christian post. It said Chick-fil-A could pivot with this statement. And it's basically saying, you know, what, what could they do at this point? Because whatever move they make, even if they really clarify it and they use that kind of specific language, it's going to be worse. It's going to wreak havoc. Yeah. 
than than even before potentially and i get it um but i want to i want to share what uh this is like a statement they kind of wrote up imagine like an imaginary statement they could use to pivot and turn okay let's hear right so this is the christian post saying this could be a statement from chick-fil-a to help pivot quote we made a decision to restructure our charitable giving in 2020 in an effort to increase our support for education, homelessness, and hunger, we took an either-or approach regarding some organizations we previously supported. We now realize that in order to assist the greatest number of people, a both-and approach makes the most sense. Therefore, we have decided to continue our financial support of those loving and faithful Christian organizations that have been receiving our assistance in recent years. There will be some additional organizations as well that we will begin supporting in 2020. End quote. That was a fic- fictional statement. Yeah, <laughs> but what could be a pivot if right. Chick Fil A would come out with something, and like that, that would be to fulfill the second request that Michael Brown said. That would make it clear, like, right? There's no question at that point. Hmm. But that wouldn't satisfy that community. Well, that's what they're saying. So the question mm-hmm. is, what everybody's saying is, don't try to satisfy that no, community because if you play that game, they will never be happy. And this, and right. as never. proof of this, this is actually what came out immediately after this. This was Glad's response. Oh, gosh. So G L A A D. There, if Chick Fil A is serious about their pledge to stop holding hands with divisive anti LGBTQ activists then further transparency is needed regarding their deep ties to organizations like Focus on the Family, which exist purely to harm LGBTQ people and families. <laughs> that's the, the strictly. Right. That's, strictly that's their whole reason. That's, <laughs> that's, that's their mission that's their statement. Reason for it that's why they started out with an on-the-note card like in 19... Uh, wow. Jeez Louise. And then they, go on, they actually went on um, here to say, Chick-fil-A investors, employees... And customers can greet today's announcement with cautious optimism, but should remember that similar press statements were previously proven to be empty. In addition to refraining from financially supporting anti-LGBTQ organizations, Chick-fil-A still lacks policies to ensure safe workspaces for LGBTQ employees and should unequivocally speak out against the anti-LGBTQ reputation that their brand represents. Glad concludes that their brand represents. Yeah. So, and this is what this is what many of, of the people who were saying, "Why are you doing this?" Guys were saying they're 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 pleading. They're saying, "Listen, it's never you're never gonna win with these guys. It's only gonna continue worse. So, you, why not just stay where you are, keep getting the heat, and keep killing it like you're killing it?" Right. Now, again, that all assumes what? That they actually capitulated and that it wasn't merely a restructuring. Um, And that's, again, what we're asking. And and I just want to kind of end, like, as we we close up here, here's here's what we're saying is, I'm asking, I'm pleading with Chick-fil-A, whoever can, if if Mr. Kathy were to somehow hear this, (laughs) and he's lasted with us this far, we love you so much. We We have nothing but honor and respect. Love your sandwiches. We are are ready to stand with Chick-fil-A and fight the good fight. And I know we don't suffer from it like you guys do, but I'm I'm pleading with you, would you help us by clarifying this? Right. Help the people that want to support you just by speaking, like tell us the BizNow article's wrong. Help us understand that you are... 
maybe next year after you're just as willing to give to organizations that are considered anti LGBTQ by these organizations. Right. And we will, you know, you don't owe us that, but we're just at, we're just pleading who, right. for as people who love you and want to stand by you. Would right. you help us with this? And then also we have been contending this week in prayer and we will continue contending because we know either way they're going to continue to, to get that pressure. Oh yeah. What we're praying for is that they would continue to have courage and that they would bring clarity. Maybe in, and if, if that means pivoting and that it wasn't merely restructuring, but maybe they did try to walk this tight wire, right? Maybe they could go back to their original position and um, keep doing what y'all were doing. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they were a beacon of light, you know, when the third largest company is able to stand against the, the activism and all the lobbying against them, that there's something comforting about that. And to kind of be told that they've quote unquote caved in that there's something heartbreaking. So there's been a sadness, a slight little sadness and we don't put our hope in companies or organizations we know that the kingdom is is eternal and and way more um transcendent than that and our king is on the throne but it does um you know it kind of saddens your day when you hear about this and so maybe there's something else we we still don't know maybe there's yeah. another piece of information that is key <laughs> i'm going to believe the best and hope for the best concerning you know when you get that top up in in organizations you you have to tell some, keep some sometimes, you know, and, and maybe there's a key piece of information oh, that we don't know yet. Yeah. That's and, yet to come. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I honestly, I hope by next week we can get on here and say, you know what, even though it looked like before that there was capitulation, right. there actually wasn't. And even, and even if it remains like this, we never get clarity. We're not calling for a boycott. We're not outraged. No. We're just going to continue to yeah. pray and contend. Um, and we'll just have to say, you know, we don't, we don't know for sure, but this is how it looks. Um, right. there, there, there was a one last little thing here. And cause Brett Kunkel, actually, he reposted Rod Dreher's article and he said, you know, maybe we should give Chick-fil-A the benefit of the doubt, um, before, given our hot takes yeah right. now later on the week he reposted michael brown's <laughs> second post and, and he, he said and he said good now. question so there is a, there's a there's an ambiguity here sure. but there's an article here it says give chick-fil-a the benefit of the doubt comma but dot 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 and they list some interesting things here as we as we th- th- they encourage chick-fil-a to do the following first reiterate that it thinks highly of both the salvation army and the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and that it has been proud to support both. Second, suggest that while it wants to support other nonprofits, it is not opposed to supporting the Ar- the Salvation Army, FCA, etc. in the future. Oh, that's fighting words to the LGBT. Third, acknowledge the concern from its customers and put the burden on its customers diplomatically. If they like the Ar- Salvation Army so much, C- uh, FCA should work with local franchises to allow Salvation Army bell ringers at CF at Chick-fil-A stores throughout Christmas. Mm. Mm. That sends a pretty strong signal that Chick-fil-A is not caving. It does defend both organizations and it does recognize its customers concerns. Charitably, if Chick-fil-A was not really trying to cave to progressive activists, they could have done a tremendously better job in handling this than they did. They may not want to be in the culture war, but they are there whether they want it or not. 
The radical gay rights group GLAD is already signaling its continued contempt for Chick-fil-A. The only way to satisfy the left is to bend the knee to groups like GLAD. That seems against Chick-fil-A's convictions. And I think Franklin Graham confirmed that that's against Chick-fil-A's convictions. The question will be how they're going to, you know, go down this road. So I don't even know if you want to just end this night by praying. We've been praying all week for them in this and I think it might be fitting to do it. I want to say share a little something too this morning I was reading in Galatians and Paul was saying how he openly reproved probably more rebuked Peter for um acting one way around the Gentiles and then when the Jews returned he had kind of changed his behavior because of that cultural pressure to act a certain way and how um, I read in the commentary that the greatest of men fall short sometimes to the temptation of pleasing one crowd over the other. And Peter, I mean, walked with Jesus. And so just a reminder that people have real temptations and sometimes they're not perfect. Sometimes they make decisions that don't um, lead to the most pure place, but that just speaks to their human side, but less, um, believe the best, you know, let's not lose heart and continue to pray. Cause the truth of it, I was thinking about it. I'm, I'm not one to run out there when they're protesting and lobbying against the store. I'm not running. I wasn't trying to fly to the UK when they were protesting that store. So I'll support them financially and I'll, I'll I'll buy their sandwiches and their food, but I'm not on the front lines with them. So I shouldn't be so quick to speak. Yeah. But we can um, offer no, we can offer no (laughs) condemnation, but, um, that they would continue to be a beacon of light and a, a, a brand of hope that they are a Christian organization. You know, I was at the airport and uh, where were we flying through? We were headed to San Fran and oh, yeah, I was Houston. getting uh, <laughs> uh, number one with the lemonade, if you will. <laughs> and I looked over to the side and I saw Dan Cathy's signature and he had a scripture underneath his name. And I was like, wow, how beautiful is that? Mm. You know, but I pray God's continued protection and guidance. Mm. And so, Lord, we just lift up the Kathy's family. We Mm -hmm. know that they love you and adore you and desire to live for you. I pray that you would surround them with people that can nurture that and that can encourage them in this time of trial. And Lord, I pray that we would not lose hope no matter what um, comes our way in culture or in politics or in government or education or what have you we know that kingdoms come and kingdoms fade but your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom Mm -hmm. and we fix our hope and our eyes on the king of kings Mm -hmm. who's ruling and reigning in all righteousness we bestow god we pray your um your wisdom your joy your peace and all the things that you've given us for life and godliness at this time lord and uh, we thank you in all things in jesus name we do pray amen Amen. Amen. Amen.